Looking for a verbal hand job? Yes, 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 yes. Release your frustrations and listen to Blunt Talk on Renegade Talk Radio. Hello, everyone. This is Everly Isby connecting the dots right here on Renegade Talk Radio. And this is uh, Monday, December 4th, 2017. Uh, I've been off the air longer than I intended, but I found it difficult to decide what I felt was important to speak into. There's so much going on. It's ridiculous. Uh, Chaos is basically the current theme, and it's hard to distinguish the truth these days. It really, really is. There's so much misinformation and disinformation flying out in all directions. But I have to say, this is a rather serious show today, because these are serious times, aren't they? And I have to tell you, straight out, I'm very wary right now. We're at a major precipice. The entire planet is hanging at a balance point that could go either way, it seems. And it is a very serious moment for humankind. For me, for many people I know, and to many of you listening out there tonight, I'm sure you'll agree that we don't really know what's going on and how it'll all play out. We can we can speculate. We can take wild stab guesses, but we really don't know. And I have to say, there's so many vested interests internationally, and they are, to put it bluntly, pulling the plug out of their arses and letting the shite hit the fan. Trying to be correct here and not swear too much. So easy to do, swear. But I'm trying to say it. So it's the shite that's hitting the fan. Uh, But it's kind of also like letting a balloon full of air go and watching it sputter itself all over the place until it finally falls limp to the ground, which is what I hope happens to these nefarious forces at work. Just blow yourselves out. It's chaos and it's cognitive dissonance because the criminality is being exposed. And the great majority of this chaos we're currently seeing is first the self-interested few, those who have had nefarious agendas to promote their vision of power and domination over the planet, and they're still fighting. At this time, according to the postings by Mega Anon, post, who has posted since last May, and the recent addition of QAnon onto the scene since October 30th, through his initial postings uh, through November 4. That's all I paid attention to until things started getting a little confusing, and I think uh, too many people were putting their their little you know opinions in and. I think there was also some trog or intelligence groups that were posting in the name of Q, and it really wasn't Q at all. So I stopped paying attention after November 4th. Um, but what QAnon posted mirrors Mega Anon's Washington Insider leaks on the 4chan poll site. And there is a major sting operation, if you believe what these postings are saying, which are very valid in everything that they've been putting out there. It makes all sense. Uh, especially when, you know, all of the shows I've been doing over the last year and a half and connecting the dots around the world, a lot of what QAnon was saying, I've already reported on and I had already been able to connect those dots. So I also chime in and say there's validity here. Uh, But this sting operation going down now to take out the criminal elements that have infested all levels of power and influence, the entertainment industry, the mainstream media and in the halls of D.C., across all agencies of government, especially the military security industrial complex, in other words, the dark side of the deep state. Now, the sexual predation by those in power over people 
trying to have a career, you know, just uh, anybody trying to have a, a career with any given industry, sexual predation has been going on since the beginning of time, right? <laughs> I mean, it's as old as the oldest profession on the planet, as the saying goes, prostitution. Everyone knows about it and has probably experienced it for themselves, male or female, one way or another, at, at least in one point of their life. And the recent flood of these sexual misconduct allegations are just the precursor of the bottom line of this sexual dysfunction, the very tip of the iceberg, so to speak. And that is the pedophilia rings, the pedophilia networks internationally around the world. The over-the-top over sexual abuse and physical and emotional damage done to babies on up to adults, although babies and children are the most relished by these sick vermin. Uh, the drinking of their blood, and many times the cannibalistic end product of roasting and eating their victims. Not a lovely thought. In fact, most people refuse to contemplate it and accept it as real. It is such a human abomination. But it does create cognitive dissonance in people's minds and hearts. And it must be seen for what it is. We have to look at it if it is to be eradicated from civilization itself. So the question I have is, are all of these sealed indictments that have apparently grown from the original 12 that QAnon leaked to the now over 4,000 sealed indictments that have been filed across the United States from October 30th through November 22nd, a purported unprecedented amount of sealed indictments for such a short period of time. So it is being said. Now, are these indictments going to lead us to a mass sting arrest of these pedophilia networks? Of course, we don't know because they're sealed, but we can hope that this is the case. Pedophilia, after all, is the ultimate domination game to compromise or blackmail people into following orders of the criminal syndicate that support the dark side of the deep state that have been in power for thousands, thousands of years. I mean, let's say you're a new congressman or a senator or something like that. You're invited to a cocktail party by senior members. Someone slips something into your drink of choice, and suddenly you have no control over your actions. A short time later, maybe a few days or something, maybe even the next day, they produce some very incriminating photos and audio of the conduct that you participated in while you were out of your head. Very incriminating stuff. Now, they tell you, you have to vote for policies and or re regulations or support legislations that are the polar opposite of what you ran your campaign on to represent the people of your district. So I ask you, how often have you seen the polar reversal of politicians' campaign rhetoric and what they then actually do once they're in office? Seems like a major trend, doesn't it? We've all observed that, haven't we? But we're not party to the actual forces at work here. We can see that changes are in the wind and an attempt to rein in the high intensity of criminality that are destroying the fabric and foundation of societies around the world, especially from the Western powerhouse that has been on this dominion and total power agenda for literally eons. I have to say I'm wary though, once again. The job that it will take is gargantuan because the criminality within the system 
goes across every aspect of societal infrastructure, whether it's banking, government, and all of their affiliated agencies of government, the corporate world, health, education, agriculture, energy, housing, banking, and finance. It goes on. I can't think of it all. But absolutely everything that is vital to your well-being has been infested with over-the-top criminality that work only for self-interests while destroying your ability to live your life and to have any quality of life. We are all seeing everything go down. I've seen it all my life. Decade after decade, it just gets worse and worse. But here's what I'm thinking about in this picture that makes me very wary. So I want you to listen and just kind of soak this in. Because I've told you about this repeatedly over the course of my show. The greatest majority of all government institutions across the board and around the world, all agencies of government from city to county to state to federal, are all incorporated entities. Any of you listening out there that don't live in the United States? Well, I have to tell you, you're also in the same predicament. And it's not good. At the federal level, in the United States, for example, there are international parent companies. So for the United States Incorporated, its parent company is the United Nations, which is an international consortium elected by no one on the planet. And in the USA Incorporated, the USA Incorporated's parent company is the IMF, the International Monetary Fund. <clears throat> the parent company of the Department of Treasury and the IRS is also uh, the IMF as well. Now, the IMF is affiliated with the entire Western world's banking dominion, the World Bank, the IBRD, the BIS, and others. So the entire governmental infrastructure of America and every, pretty much every other country on the planet is controlled by foreign interests for their profiteering mandate to satisfy the shareholders of all these international concerns. Does it make sense? I've just painted a picture for you. So now, Donald Trump, as president, has repeatedly said that he will drain the swamp. I believe that that is his intention, although you have to look at what he's up against. But I just told you, he and those who have aligned with him in this monumental quest, you can see the ba major battles pitted against him and his administration in any and all directions. It's because his administration is bucking the criminals on both or any side of the aisle. The compromised and or blackmailed collusionists who reap vast financial benefits for working against anything other than the support of a secret deep state controllers whose agenda is controlled by the few over the entire planet. You don't believe me? Then you have your eyes wide shut. But when Trump took his oath of office, his public oath of office, he took it to the United States. Not the United States of America. He took his oath of his office to the United States. So, he is essentially the CEO and president of a mostly foreign-owned corporation called the United States Incorporated. To complicate matters, as I've talked about before, the U.S. Incorporated is under bankruptcy liquidation internationally. What does that mean? The absolute sell-off of any and all assets and or resources of the corporation. Banks and other international financial interests are coming up to line up to with their hands out. His mandate is to drain the swamp 
is in conflict with the mandate of the corporatocracy that he took his oath to. This is a very dangerous position to be in. Think what happened to JFK and others, and you'll see why all politicians and bureaucrats ever since JFK have jumped to support policies that support the growing criminality as opposed to the legitimate government in support of the people who pay them. Get back to my main point. I'm wary that Trump and company can't accomplish their end game. It's a question to me. I believe Trump is making a start, and to do so, he is tap dancing, juggling and chewing gum, all at the same time, in this tightrope he has to walk. I think he's doing a good job so far, and I think he's being massively protected because he's still with us, he and his family both. But recently, he disappointed me with what he just signed, and I'll talk about that when I come back, this is Everly Isby, Connecting the Dots. We don't sugarcoat shit. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Hello again. Uh, now, so, as I said before, what did Trump just sign, and why does that make me wary? Sad to say, I just became aware that Trump has recently signed on to the further sanctioning of Russia regardless that the previous sanctions still in place against Russia by the U.S. and its European vassals going along have had no foundation of factional, factual reasoning. In fact, it's all been dirty play and outright lies coming from those who actually have had illegal dealings with a Russian corporation to sell uranium to this Russian corporation. This, by the way, is sedition and treason, carried out by Secretary of State Clinton and company and the Obama administration. Sedition and treason. This is literally outright illegal aggression against a sovereign country. This is cognitive dissonance. Trump has been accused of being in bed, so to speak, with Russia, even though there's no evidence or facts, no smoking gun that these accusations have merit at all. He knows it's a dirty game against his presidency. So at first glance, in this signing off on further sanctions against Russia, it appears, potentially, that he's now kowtowing to the pressure and going along with the deep state's need for war to line the military-industrial complex's profiteering to survive the bankruptcy liquidation. Now, is this true? Unknown. At this time, but as a result, Russian President Vladimir Putin has instructed Russia's industries. This is very recent, just in the last week or so. He has instructed them to prepare themselves to be able to make a quick switch to war production. Clearly, the Russian government would not make such an announcement unless it was convinced that the prospect of war with the West was real. On November 13th, for example, United Kingdom's Prime Minister Theresa May said that Russia was a threat to international security and was interfering in European elections and hacking European governments. There's no more evidence for these claims than there is for Russia Gate. Yet the allegations continue and multiply. 
Now, the European Union is organizing former provinces, former provinces of the Soviet Union, Belarus, Moldova, Ukraine, Georgia, Armenia, and Azerbaijan, all on Russia's borders, by the way, into an eastern partnership with the European Union. Russia knows that there is no basis for the allegations against Russia and regards them as identical to the past false allegations against Saddam Hussein, Gaddafi, and Assad in order to justify military attacks on Iraq, Libya, and Syria. Having convinced Russia that she's being set up for attack, Russia is preparing for war. The Russian government has openly shared its concern that Russia is being set up for military attack. The deputy commander of Russia's military's Operation Command stated publicly the concern that Washington is preparing a surprise nuclear attack against Russia. President Putin also recently called attention to Washington's collection of Russian DNA for a U.S. Air Force weapons lab, which implies development of a Russian-specific bioweapon. On many occasions, Russia has called attention to U.S. and NATO bases on its borders, despite previous assurances from U.S. administrations of the past that no such thing would ever happen. But it certainly has happened. You know, I don't think I need to express to you the consequences of the U.S. going up, going up against the major superpower called Russia, who's also aligned with another major superpower, China. For the past 15 years or so, the U.S. and its NATO allies, along with other non-NATO allies like Saudi Arabia and Israel, have participated in wars against third world powers who are defenseless against the military might of the U.S. and its allies. We all know which countries, Afghanistan, Iraq, Libya, Syria, Yemen, a number of uh, African nation military ops. And Iran is another coveted war prospect. There's another big enemy for the biggest superpowers. Even though Iran has not taken aggressive military actions against any country for over 200 years. As is commonly known, the U.S. military from the past two administrations, from George W. through Obama, as a result of major cutbacks to the military and too many wars being fought, has been seriously depleted on many levels. And now, the U.S. and Europe have been seriously poking fingers and falsely accusing Russia of what they themselves are guilty of and they arrogantly assume they can vanquish and be victorious against Russia. Really? I think these are sociopaths. They have to be. That's why I'm very wary right now and that also it's why I say we are living through a precipice moment in time. It's a very dangerous period because we have a falling global elite desperately trying to maintain control over a changing world. A world that is trying to change towards respect for sovereignty and individualism as opposed to the old model that thinks of nothing but global domination and suppression of humanity for its own greedy sociopathic self-interest. The success of the majority 
striving for freedom from tyranny is directly proportional to the awareness of people everywhere to recognize this moment and to stand with those who are working in the interests of this global change to the positive, step by step. It won't happen overnight, but we have to make the steps. Wake up, everyone. Open your eyes and see the truth. Stop buying into these lies, the big lies that have been repeated so often. Most people believe the lies and cannot see the truth anymore because of it. Where do you stand, Renegade Nation? It's time to decide. Perception is all. What you think helps create reality. When I come back, I'm going to talk into another really big lie that you need to see through. I talk to people all the time about this subject, and I'm constantly amazed at how most people are really ignorant, confused, and buying into this bullshit rhetoric. This is Everly Esby, connecting the dots, here on Renegade Talk Radio, and I'll be right back. What are you people? On dope? It's perfect! Shh, 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 shh. Do you hear that? It's the winds of change. This is Everly Esby, back at ya. And you know, I just want to say in this last segment, straight up, that I hope, I truly hope that most of you listening are not still hanging on to the global warming concept. And I feel bad when people don't actually take the time to look into the many sides of this all-important issue. It's like the true nature of reality here in this physical dimension. Not a good idea to ignore this part of it. Unless you're already enlightened and you know the sun and the moon and the stars, how it all works, and how to transcend this 3D linear dimension and can come and go as you please. Unless you're there, well, I wouldn't even be addressing the likes of you because you'd be somewhere else. No, I'm talking to the vast majority when I say I'm talking to all of us, everyone listening or not. Global warming is not what is happening. Because of this, Those who have promoted this global warming theory have had to change their tune because the global warming computer models that have been going since the 1990s at least have consistently failed miserably and utterly. So they had to change what they called it. And now their political rhetoric is climate change, which is so general as to be ridiculous because the planet is in constant climate change. The main impetus of this political rhetoric is to continue their campaign that it's humanity's footprint as the sole responsibility for the planet's ever-changing cycles. We are the problem. A very big lie indeed. Here's something from Armstrong Economics and the data coming from Socrates, his software system. Uh, Armstrong's predictions through the use of Socrates is hailed to be one of the most accurate predictive tools in the world because it's based on many variations uh, in cycles, human cycles, uh, economics, war, civilization in general, uh, the ups and downs of civilizations, the you know falls of empires, weather, and more. All input into this extraordinary database. It's internationally recognized and utilized by individuals and governments alike. So here's what Armstrong said very recently. Uh, He says, this year will be much colder for Europe than the last three. It will also be cold in the USA. We are in a global cooling period. 
and all the data that we have in our computer system warns that the earth is turning cold, not warm, end quote. We all agree, don't we, that weather is changing? And at the same time, we're seeing an increase in earthquakes and volcanic activity and storms. And in my opinion, what I see is more extremes in general, hotter summers and colder winters. But, you know, it's really important to identify what is behind it all instead of listening to the self-interested politicians and bureaucrats who don't know their ass from anything else and their cherry-picked scientists on their payroll to say what they tell them to say. Global climate is a very complicated subject, so I'm not going to go into it. I couldn't even try. But the fact is, global warming has had in the past been going on for the last 200 years, which is long before the Industrial Revolution, if you think about it, which the Industrial Revolution started to create all this pollution and environmental degradation, but the global warming started long before that. Okay? But recently a new cycle has begun. Since about 2008, climate researchers and scientists, not on the payroll, have announced that global warming has stopped. The stabilization over the last few years of temperatures began to, it just began to stabilize. And now, since late 2015, we have entered a global cooling period and essentially are heading towards a mini ice age. So as I'm stating, humanity is not the cause of climate change. Well, then what is? Well, first off, the sun. You know, the Space and Science Research Corporation, NASA, NOAA, which is the National Oceanographic and Atmospheric Administration, and satellite data all together show Arctic and Antarctic is getting colder. Why? Because the sun is the main driver and supplier of energy to the Earth's weather and climate systems. And right now, the uncompromised scientists are saying the sun is going into a solar minimum with decreasing sunspot activity. There are so many so, so solar cycles, many of them, but you can look at the current 260-year cycle that is happening now that ended the 200-year global warming cycle and the cooling cycle that we are entering now. Second, Another contributor to climate change, and this is major renegade nation, is, believe it or not, sand dredging in international waters. <laughs> sand dredging? What? It was a surprise when I heard about this, too. I have a very interesting video that I've included in the links uh, explains this important factor in the equation. The preface to this video comes from Anna Von Reitz, and I'm quoting from her. Quote, there are huge underwater volcanic eruptions that have been breaking out along both the Mid-Atlantic and Pacific ridges. Of course, we don't see these volcanic eruptions until and unless the results build up and an island breaks the surface of the water. Most of the rock piles, they just, they just pile up on the seafloor as lava and basalt pillars interspersed with volcanic jets superheated water columns that are like the ocean equivalent of the pressure valve on a pressure cooker. What ho! Is the earth expanding its girth all of a sudden, I asked, all along both mid-ocean ridges? Why? 
Suddenly, like the light dawning, we have a responsible, reasonable, I should say, practical, profit-driven reason for both the mid-ocean eruptions and all the other odd things that are happening. The whole global warming song and dance, the climate change hysteria, the Paris Accords seeking to tax us as if we were the guilty parties, and all the other rot. Finally, here's another quotient in this equation and here and that's the end of what she said but simply explained in this video you'll see if you watch it and unbeknownst to most of us for the first time in the history of mankind the dredging of sand at the bottom of the ocean has been ongoing at unprecedented levels billions if not trillions it's more in the trillions into the quadrillions by now tons trillions of tons of ocean bottom each year are being continually dredged up to be the major ingredient in all of our infrastructure that we see around the world. That main ingredient is sand in the making of cement for buildings, glass, roads and interstates, nuclear power plants, plastics, paint, on and on and on. I could go on and on what they use sand for. Now, why can't we use the sand in the deserts? Because that is refined sand. In the bottom of the ocean, it's sticky sand, which is the important aspect of ocean bottom sand. The result of all this dredging of sand from the ocean bottom is the destabilization of tectonic plates because the Earth's mantle support structure is sand. Without the sand, the plates begin to shift. The coastlines start to erode and fall into the oceans. Volcanoes and earthquakes increase. Do you get that picture? In international waters, corporations have been sucking the earth mantle support system out of the ocean bottoms globally for free because they're in international waters, then selling it at major profits to build infrastructure. Major profit machine there, but it is a major contributor to the destabilization of the continents of this planet. Were you aware of this? I certainly wasn't. I, I invite you, please, watch this video. It spells it out quite clearly and factually. Okay, one last thing. What's next? Still another subject in regards to climate change and what else is going on that I see so many people being either ignorant of or in denial about because it's right in front of their faces. It's chemtrails being sprayed in the skies above us. Not the contrails that come out from normally flying commercial airliners and such. No, these are specially equipped military jets and private commercial jets that are specially equipped, uh, that leave these white lines in the sky that just don't go away. You know, they just, maybe if you take enough time and start watching it over the period of an afternoon or a morning or something, you'll see them slowly expand until what you often see is the blue skies that were once there turn white. You just have this white sky day. And this comes from many various government programs as well as private interests without oversight or consent. In 2016, the NIH, or the National Institute of Health, released a surprising admission that there was a scientific research paper published by the National Center for Biotechnology Information, which, quote, is part of the United States National Library of Medicine, a branch of the National Institutes of Health. The title of the paper is, quote, Assessing the Direct Occupational and Public Health Impacts of Solar Radiation Management with Stratospheric Aerosols, unquote. 
you know, what's particularly galling about this ongoing predicament is, is that every chemtrail watcher knows with absolute certainty that toxic chemtrails are being discharged across the planet with a vengeance. There are specific reasons why the federal government, along with the U.S. military, have outright lied about these intensifying geoengineering programs. First of all, and most importantly, the true reasons behind these highly destructive and covert operations are quite alarming. There is nothing good about their intentions, nor about the extreme damage that is being inflicted on the troposphere. Of course, what happens in the air eventually affects the land masses and water bodies across the planet. And so it has. Therefore, all of humanity is being adversely affected as we are being sprayed regularly like cockroaches. The government's inordinate refusal to publicly share this vital information and essential data is connected to an extremely serious matter, global climate change. It is now an established scientific fact that the single greatest cause of climate change is geoengineering. The nonstop global chemtrail spraying operations are dumping tons of particulates, such as coal fly ash, into the atmosphere, which is contributing to the formation of massive amounts of water vapor. Water vapor is the most prevalent greenhouse gas. Greenhouse gases contribute considerably to climate change, particularly when their atmospheric volume is increasing so fast due to chemtrail aerosols. The more chemical geoengineering that is conducted in the skies, the more disruptive climate change will be. In other words, the climate change advocates are right about the catastrophic changes in the weather, but they're wrong about the true causation. The geoengineers are wreaking havoc with their systemic chemtrail emissions and harp frequencies, NEXRAD transmitters, and power plant moisture sources. The geoengineers can even create superstorms, such as those seen during the 2017 mega hurricane season. Remember those folks? Haha, <laughs> so do I. And this is important to contemplate, Renegade Nation. It appears to be quite difficult for many readers to understand how superstorms are first created and then carefully guided to their predetermined destinations. Highly advanced scientific techniques and applied technology are now routinely utilized within the realm of geoengineering. Chemical geoengineering via chemtrails and chem bombs, harp frequencies, NEXRAD transmitters, power plants, as well as secret satellite-based modalities are used with great dexterity in the manufacturing and steering of major hurricanes. You know, the real plight is that the incessant chemical contamination and the electromagnetic resonance frequency onslaught is occurring well below the radar. Hence, very few are really aware of the planetary degradation at the micro level. You know, in conclusion, Renegade Nation, if you want to talk climate change, you have to be aware of the facts, not the rhetoric of lies, and the disgusting blame game pointing fingers at humanity. No, 
the legal fiction entities called corporations, whether public or private, along with their limited liability of responsibility for their actions, whether governments or the makers of consumer products, they alone are the causation of environmental devastation. It includes also the suppression of technology that would take us away from this endless cycle of destruction, pollution, destabilization of the planet and its climate, the constant wars, all for domination, and turn this planet around in the right direction. They can only point fingers at themselves, which they refuse to do. So, but I do want to leave you one last thought before I sign off. Let me ask you this. What if all these chemtrails and the associated geoengineering projects they've been doing for decades... What if those high-level metal toxins that reflect the sun's light as we're going into this global cooling phase? Will all of this crap they're doing actually exacerbate the actual cooling cycle and make it even colder? What would happen then? Well, wouldn't that destroy agriculture globally, which would lead to famines and high death rates? Not a happy thought, is it? Wake up, people. This is Everly Isby connecting the dots. And last but certainly not least, I want to welcome Alex Jones, InfoWars, and their incredible news team to the Renegade Talk Radio Network, airing at 1 p.m. daily. So very glad to have you aboard. I've been long been a fan of Alex. I hope you tune in, Renegade Nation. This is Everly Isby signing off, and thanks for listening. See you soon.